Oh, oh, hiya, pal. Welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt. If you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball. Greetings of the seasonal variety. This is the Sack Lunch Podcast, your Sacramento Kings podcast with Matt and Matt. Matt? Hey, Matt. I wasn't very uh, energetic. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I don't know. I didn't want to be too grumpy, but I didn't want to be too excited. So You've been a little disgruntled about the games recently, which is understandable. I think Kings fans are frustrated right now, and understandably... So, rightfully so, I believe. Right? Yeah, we've had a tough week. But it's Christmas season, so... Yeah, just a couple of days away from Christmas. Have you been uh, cramming in any last-minute Christmas movies before before Christmas hits? Um, I watched The Santa Claus last night. With Tim Allen? The, yeah, the original. See, I, I love that one, but only the original. I'm not a huge fan of the sequels. I don't even remember the sequels. That's that's probably a good thing. Yeah, so that, that was a pretty good one. I, I, I watched it last night by myself uh and then this morning with the kids so yeah crammed it in that's one of my one of my staple movies um uh, home alone one and two are my favorite again after two i feel like the rest are just not worth mentioning how many are there after two i think there's like four total i'm not sure but i know that i've only seen one there's only two real ones and then the other two are trash. One and two are actually very similar. Like the plot lines and stuff are, are pretty similar and the actors and whatnot. But okay. um, I love Home Alone. Um, love the Santa Claus. Elf's a great one. Yeah, I was going to say Elf. That's probably my favorite. I uh, know you like Home Alone. Elf is my favorite. Though. You know, a sleeper for me, I actually really like Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. Okay. So uh, Paul Giovanni is Santa Claus, but the movie's about Vince Vaughn, and he plays Santa Claus's brother. And yeah. so how he kind of is like... You know, Santa's in the spotlight, and anyway, good movie. Uh, Age-old question, is uh, Die Hard a Christmas movie? I, I don't know. I, I don't really get into that debate. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I don't really have a strong opinion on it, but I'll give it to them if they if they want to call it a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm not a big movie buff like you. I'm just kind of here for the tamales and the fudge. The fudge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the fudge your go-to uh, Christmas dessert? Oh, yeah. What's better than a big block of fudge? The bigger, the better. That's true. Do you, now, is it like homemade or where's this? I don't make it. I mean, I just hope that it's around the office at work. Uh, the other day, I, <laughs> I crashed a couple potlucks and found some fudge. Just swoop and in, some, grab it. Some lemon squares and some peanut butter cookies with the chocolate kiss in swoop the middle. Swoop in, make conversation for a couple minutes yeah. and grab some fudge and like, bounce. Oh, is that? I've never had one of those. Like, oh, you got to try it. <laughs> and then before you know it, I'm digging in. So so I have to say, my, um, my in-laws every year make a day out of making homemade cinnamon rolls all day. Mm. And they're pretty fantastic. We, we get a little like container of them and they're, they're amazing. That they're they're my worst enemy at the holidays because I'm trying to you know eat a little bit healthy, right? At least not go completely off the deep end. But <laughs> those rolls aren't helping though. The deep end is is common to go off of, and you know you worked hard this year, Matt. You deserve, yeah, I mean you that's that's it. what early January is for, right? Then you start working it off. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, speaking of going off the deep end, let's talk about the Sacramento Kings here. Oh, perfect segue. The Kings are now 12 and 17. Uh, uh, they had three games this past week. There was the 102-110 uh, 
loss to the Hornets. There was the 119-105 loss to the Pacers. And there was the 119-115 loss to the Grizzlies. Now, all three were on the road. There was a back-to-back. Yeah. We are just getting some of our players back. So I'm getting the excuses out of the way now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about these games a little bit, Matt. This is puzzling. I mean, goodness. Last episode, we were excited because we knew we were getting Fox back. We had just got Bagley back. Our two, you know, arguably our two best players were playing good. Hoping to make a push here with an easy, you know, a light part of the schedule. And we we lay an egg. We pull a Kangs. How um, are we 0-2 this year against the Charlotte Hornets? I don't know, but we are. Um <laughs> And that, w- that was Fox's return, correct? Yeah. I mean, the next night, the Hornets played the Cavaliers, and the Cavaliers handled them. So it's like, I, I don't know. We just, uh, it baffles me. Fox returned. He had a good game, actually. They said he had a minutes restriction, but he ended up playing 30 minutes against the Hornets. He had 19 points, 8 assists, 2 rebounds, 2 steals. Looked yeah, he, great. Looked, he looked good. Yeah, wouldn't have even uh, known that he had an ankle injury. He hurdled a guy. Um Holmes, though. Uh, yeah, what, why did Holmes only get 22 minutes? And in this game in particular, um, he didn't play any minutes side-by-side side with Marvin Bagley, which is frustrating. Yeah, I would. I, I, I kind of understand Luke's thinking, I guess. They want to have four guys who can shoot the ball because they're all about shooting and stretching the floor this year. I was going to say, if you understand Luke's thinking, please explain it to me because I don't. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have said that. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean this game, we were rebound, we were out rebounded sixty-two to forty-two. Mm. That's an, that's insane. And so you know your two best rebounders are Holmes and Bagley, so it seems like it would be a smart idea to have them both out there on the court. And uh, it just didn't happen. Uh, we had a nine-man rotation. We didn't see Deadman for obvious reasons. No Farrell, no James. Didn't see Harry Giles. I don't even know if, what's up with that. Yeah, why is Giles MIA right now? He hasn't really been playing at all, and he's just a healthy, scratch, inactive coach's decision, right? Yeah, that remains one of the biggest mysteries to me. Um, in the end, I mean, we we, we had a, you know the game was pretty close, and, and we were just we were struggling the whole game, and then the Hornets really pulled away in the fourth quarter. Malik Monk caught fire. We allowed him to get some easy buckets, and then he ended up just dominating. And at the end, he, he finished with twenty three points. Yeah, he shot nine of twelve with ten boards and four assists. So we made him ten look boards, like an all star. Ten boards for Malik Monk. <laughs> yeah, he's a shooting guard, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and on a night that there's their rising superstar. Um, Shout out to my brother. I think he, he made a nice call. Called him Dame Lillard Light, uh, Devontae Graham. Uh, <laughs> he, he he's had an good. Off night. Yeah, he had uh, he went four for fifteen. Only had fifteen points. You know, normally he's he's getting mid twenties. Yeah, uh, when and when their best player has an off night, we have to take advantage of that. Do you uh, think that the the fact that the Kings got out rebounded so heavily has anything to do with the fact that Bagley is not looking like he's quite at full strength right now? Um, or why do you think they got out-rebounded by such a large margin? Well, I mean, the Hornets do have a, a, a couple guys. They have Bismack Biombo, who's um, kind of a workhorse. Yeah, he's, he's a good rebounder, but yeah. to get out-rebounded by 20-plus? Yeah, mean, that, that's a mystery. I mean, maybe some of them were just... Uh, you know, falling in their hands and nothing we could do. But by 20, I, that's a big number. I mean, I would say part of it is also because our best re- rebounder this season has been Rashawn Holmes, and he only played 22 minutes. That would be uh, a great reason. I uh, mean, he, he had been playing mid-30s before Bagley came back. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like we have more problems than than solutions now that we have our two guys back. It's like we have more talent on the court, but now Luke just needs to figure out where and when to play him. And, uh, I mean, judging by Holmes's plus minus. Yeah, let's talk about efficiency for a minute. Yeah, um, he needs to be out there as much as possible. He, he had a team best plus six. Uh, meaning that when he was on the court, we were out. We outscored the Hornets by six points. Right. So it's a positive for the team. And yes. Matt, if you had to take a guess, just a stab in the dark at who the worst player on the team for plus minus has been recently. Yeah. Well, I don't have to take a guess because I see it right here. But um, <laughs> if anybody out there listening has guessed and you guessed Marvin Bagley, you were correct. Minus 19. Oh, man. So that's a 25 net plus minus between Holmes and Bagley. That's Yeah, that's... That's massive. I know. So that, I mean, I feel like he... And, and it, it proved to be a mistake that he did not play Holmes and Bagley next to each other here. Now, he did do it a little bit in the next couple games, and mm-hmm. we can mention that a little bit as we get into those games. But clearly, Holmes needs to be playing more minutes. That's yep. the main takeaway here. Yeah, I don't think uh, Bagley coming back should take away from Holmes' minutes. Not not at all. Um, and we mentioned earlier, I don't think Bagley is a true five, not a true center. No, um, he, he's a he, power forward. Yeah, he can. he's going to look better at that... At that uh, four spot so to me he almost plays like a larger small forward but yeah he's he's a power forward he's not a center so that was the hornets game then on friday the kings took on the pacers in indiana and lost by 14 points 119 to 105 uh bogdanovich did not play in this game uh once again fox and bagley came off the bench they didn't start Mm -hmm. uh what other takeaways do you have from this game matt just that the Pacers looked way better than us. Uh, like they they really did. Stronger, uh, faster, bigger, and better at basketball. Uh, it's it's kind of like how we, you know I feel when we play the Clippers. Right. Um, just never during the game did I feel like we had much of a shot. Buddy had a terrible night. Oh, he was three of fifteen, including one of nine from behind the arc. Yeah. Um, his defense wasn't great. Yeah. Buddy he just, is. Yeah. One of his worst nights of the year. Yeah, terrible game from Buddy. Um, when, but, it seems like when Bogey doesn't play, we have no shot. It's very odd, but he makes a huge difference. We're, what are we, 0-4 when he doesn't play? The Kings are 0-4 this year when Bogey doesn't play. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Uh, Bagley at least looked okay offensively this game. He played 27 minutes. He shot 6 of 12, which is fine. He scored mm-hmm. 17. Five rebounds is not great when you're playing 27 minutes as a power forward slash center. And you're six foot ten or 11 and can jump really high. You should be getting more than five rebounds. Yeah, and he did have the three blocks, which is yeah. good, but... Five rebounds? Yeah, his defense off the weak side is nice when he can get those blocks, but um, his individual defense and sometimes just his overall like understanding of the defensive schemes is, is off to me. I, th- I think he could grow in that area, and I think that's really hindering us right now. Agreed. And then Luke Walton continuing the trend of not playing Rashawn Holmes enough. I remember texting you because... Holmes was 9 of 10 from the field, but he only played 24 minutes. So it's like, what? and he had 9 rebounds. So he out-rebounded Bagley uh, substantially with and, playing 3 less minutes and then yeah. shot 9 of 10 from the field. It's like, what else do you want from him, yeah. coach? If you're if you shoot 9 of 10, you should be shooting 20 shots that night. Just see what... At least 15. Heat check, something. Yeah. 
No, I know that he makes a lot because he takes smart shots. He doesn't yeah. take a lot of shots that pro- probably aren't going to go in. But why only 24 minutes? Yeah, I don't know. And, and then again, no Giles. No Giles, but everybody else played. That We emptied the bench, but Giles is, is yet to be seen. I, I don't know if that means we're just trying to keep him healthy because we want to use him as a trade piece or if something is wrong. Or, but you I, you would I think, though, typically when you want to use a player as a trade piece, you display their talents for people. You show yeah. what he can do. I mean, maybe they're trying to keep him healthy, but at least giving him a few minutes to show that he can be a contributor to the team. Yeah, and I don't see any signs of there being, you know, like, uh, not bad blood, but just like you know, weird like if he's in Luke's doghouse or yeah, something. Like he has a great attitude on the bench still, and I, I don't know. It's he brings mystery. energy when he does make it on the court. Yeah, Justin James had a nice game, um, and, and I mean, it, there wasn't really any pressure on him. It was garbage time, but he had twenty four minutes. He had fourteen points, three rebounds, two assists. Hit a so you're telling shot. me that Justin James <laughs> had the same number of minutes as Rashawn Holmes? That's that's great. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Genius. No, I actually like seeing James out there and the energy that he brings. That that was more a knock on Holmes not getting enough minutes than, yeah, than James getting I, minutes. I like and, and like James. you said, it was mostly garbage time anyway. But um, the Pacers were really balanced this game, and they just made beating us look really easy. Yeah. Even guys like TJ McConnell, the second-string point guard, you know, had a, a, a night. He went seven for eight field goals, 15 points, eight assists, three rebounds, one steal. Now, I do remember he would have nights like this in Philly, though. He's a good player, but yeah. like when he has a stat line like, like that against us, yeah. you know we're doing something wrong. And then Sabonis just dominated us with a plus 24 oh, on his plus man. minus, 15 and nine with six assists and two steals. So yeah, he didn't even have to play the whole game. You, I, will, I will say you did call that. You said Sabonis is just going to bully <laughs> us. So, I mean, I think you kind of anticipated that yeah so. yeah i wasn't really surprised that we lost that to be honest i mean of course i want to win but um wasn't shocked i was hoping that we could win versus the grizzlies though to at least get one you know off that road trip um yeah, it, and and just wrapping up that that Pacers game, the key differentials there was the the three point shooting where the Pacers shot forty five percent from three and the Kings just shot thirty one. Yeah, that hurts. Well, Buddy shot like negative five percent from three, so that's not at gonna, least yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second quarter, um, we got outscored by 13, 38 to 25. So when you have a quarter like that where you just kind of self destruct and implode, it it becomes very difficult to. Re, you know, gain your composure and to get back in the game. Yeah, especially on the road. Yeah. So there was that game. And then there was the 119 to 115 loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. Once again, uh, no Bogdanovich. And we mentioned that. So that was the fourth loss without him. We mentioned the Kings are 0 mm-hmm. 4 yeah. without Bogdanovich. Eight man rotation this game in the second half of the. Back to back. Why? Yeah. Like, are we trying to tire ourselves out in the first half of the year? Like, why are we running an eight man rotation? I don't know. On the second half of a road back to back. The Grizzlies played 10 guys and proved to be smarter in that area. I mean, you can run guys and just, you know. And they were at home, first. and I don't believe they were on a back to back. Right. Actually, they were. Oh, they were. Oh, that's yeah. right. They did play the night before. Yeah. Okay. So, well, they were smart enough to play 10 guys. So, yeah. Um, props to them. The game wasn't even actually this close. It, it's, it, was, it looks like a four-point loss. Well, it was a four-point loss, but we were down by double digits in the fourth quarter, for the, and it just kind of um, you know, got close at the very end, but there was no way that we were going to actually come back. Um, 
Yeah, Buddy Heald is ice cold right now, Matt. Ice cold. Uh, three of 18 from the field this game. Two of 11 from three. Only eight points, six rebounds, four turnovers. I mean, so if he is not the streakiest player in the league, he's one of the most because he can go off for 35, 40 points, but then he can yeah. shoot three of 18. I don't like how he doesn't seem to have the wherewithal to know when he doesn't have it. You know, mm-hmm. He'll say stuff like, you know, best shot's the next shot. And I get it. But he chuckles. But, you know, wait for shoot around or, or practice or something or, or the next game to see if you have it. You know, if, if it's not falling and you're costing your team the game, just stop shooting or, or go to the well, basket. And get, if, look at, you know, get some free throws. Or and something. I don't want him to pass open looks. Right. So if he has a wide open look, if it's a good look, I'm okay with him shooting even if he's been cold because maybe that's how you get back on track. But I don't like it when he forces shots up and he does that quite a bit. Yeah, I've noticed that if he doesn't have it going, he wants to get it going so bad that he will purposely take it upon himself to try and make his own offense. Yeah, he'll overcompensate yeah. and just force shots up. Very frustrating. Holmes had another great game. I mean, he's just... No, he did get 29 minutes this game. Okay, almost 30. And then he shot 8 of 13, another good field goal percentage game for him. 18 points, 12 rebounds, so nice double-double, two assists, a steal, and a block. So it's like, Luke, are you seeing what's happening here when you play Rashawn Holmes? Like, he should be getting 30-plus minutes every single night. Yeah. There's no, re- and he hasn't been getting 30 in any of the games since Bagley came back. He should be getting 30 plus every single night. Yeah, Holmes, Fox, and Bagley and Barnes all had a, a positive plus minus. They had, had good games. All, uh, and then on the flip side, Belly, uh, Corey, Joseph, and Ariza had bad games. They had double digit uh, negative plus minuses. Joseph, I'm okay with that because he's out there for his defense. Um, but Bielitsa, we need better play from him yeah um same with ariza so barnes had a bounce back game he's been kind of scuffling as of late but uh first memphis he had 25 points which is one of his bigger bigger outputs of the season four rebounds and five assists so yeah good for him i like barnes and he had kind of like you said he'd been scuffling he had been in a little bit of like a 10 game rut where he just wasn't shooting great where it's not that he wasn't contributing he just wasn't Mm -hmm necessarily shooting great um so it was really nice to see him have a good game here yeah the grizzlies they were led by you know a balanced attack um nobody stood out humongously john morant didn't even have a great game they were missing uh jonas valanjunas who's a a really good center for them Um, yeah he's a very solid very versatile very athletic he's a really good center but um you know i don't know they they jay crowder had 17 and 10 with five assists that's kind of it's a great game for him yeah um we just find ways to let the most average players have really above average games versus us. But we are very good at that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, another discrepancy from three this yeah. game. Grizzly shot forty-two percent from from deep, and we only shot thirty percent. Um, it, it's becoming a trend in this season that if we're not shooting our three ball, we have no shot at winning. Um, well, we pointed out a key stat that was not only. There was a difference, but a big difference. So in the first game against the Hornets, we got out-rebounded by a ton. We lost. And then the game against the Pacers, the three-point discrepancy was big, and we lost. And then Mm -hmm. this game against Memphis, big discrepancy in three-point, we lost. So there's those key statistics. Typically, it's going to come down to our three-point shooting, our rebounding, and our free throws. Um, And if there's a huge discrepancy in any of those areas... Um, or maybe turnovers as well. But, you know, if there's a large discrepancy in any of those areas, then it's yeah. not going to bode well for us. I agree. What's on tap, Matt? 
So this next week, uh, we've got the Rockets um, coming to Sacramento on Monday for a rematch of that crazy game that just happened in Houston. Yeah. So that's uh, that's tomorrow. Let's duplicate it. Um, and then the day after Christmas. Now, how awesome would it be if the Kings got to play on Christmas one time? I just have to like throw that out there. One time, like, please, NBA. I mean, we can't even get a TNT game though. So seriously, getting on Christmas. Uh, well, we have to probably make the playoffs one day. You know, one year. And yeah, maybe then they'll give it to us. But yeah, that that would just be awesome to have a Kings game on. What, what was it like? Two thousand. One or two, the last one we had the Lakers one on Christmas. Yeah, it's been a long I time. I vaguely remember that, but that's you know pretty special. Um, this, thank goodness they don't have the Knicks on Christmas this year. Finally, oh. um, they do have the Warriors on Christmas and the Pelicans, which is brutal. in, in they, different games. Yes, so we have two games that it are just a, a waste. I, I wish they could have flexed some out, but they don't do that in the NBA. Right now, I can see why when they made the schedule before the season started, they thought like, oh, Zion, Curry, like. Well, yeah, they're I mean, not I playing. Could, yeah, that would be a, 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 I could, yeah, logical decision, but now it just looks silly. Yeah. So anyway, we've got the Rockets on Monday. We've got the T Wolves on Thursday, the twenty sixth, mm-hmm. and then uh, wrapping up the week at home uh, against the Suns on the twenty eighth. So three home games this week: Rockets, T Wolves, Suns. What do you think? Got to get right at home. Uh, hopefully, Buddy is done being cold hopefully uh, you know fox and bag just get him let him start walton see what happens yeah start your guys and uh you know live with the result it can't get any worse i'm i'm pretty worried about the rockets game i cannot I know. see us beating them twice in a row i think um, though that we have a good shot against we don't play well in minnesota but at home against minnesota i yeah. think that that should be a decent matchup for us and then They've the, been the, awful and then the suns They've been flailing a little bit after a hot start, but they always seem to play us tough. Yeah. And so... Um, got to go 2-1. and one. Yeah. yeah. I know that's kind of our pattern, but um, got to win the series. Yeah. I'd say realistically, if we can't beat Houston, we've got to beat Minnesota and Phoenix. We need these wins. Yeah. Um, because currently right now in the West, the Kings are in the 9 seed. We were in the 7 last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a game and a half behind Portland, which makes me nervous i know it makes you nervous um yeah just the fact that portland's starting to play better is not a good sign um carmelo then, man <laughs> yeah the the second coming of mellers or whatever but uh fifth eighth coming of mellow yeah and then we're a full three games back of uh the thunder after they beat the they beat the clippers tonight which wow. is unfortunate. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Patrick Beverly both sat for the Clippers, so they kind of gave the game away. Just uh, Kawhi pulled a Kawhi and yeah, sat out. Come on, Kawhi, just, you know. So, so we're three games back of that seven seed that we were just sitting in not too long ago, and a game and a half back from the eight seed. So, despite the fact that it's been a really rough week. Uh, the Kings are not out of it yet. Yeah, we're still there. We just got to start um, making some forward progress. And I mean, the West is is pretty loaded, you know. And so, um, you know, I, I don't see Portland or OKC just running away with it. They're going to have tough games, just like we have tough games. And so, so hopefully, you know, come back next week and we're you know, talking with a little bit more positivity in our voices. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I think all the pieces are in the right plate for, place for us. We just need to get Holmes more minutes. Uh, Fox and Bagley need to shake the rust off a little bit. More so Bagley than Fox, but yeah. just get back on the right track. Play some defense. Yes, defense needs to make a comeback. So, <laughs> All right, Maddie. news and notes? Let's okay. do it. All right. Wait, what? News? 
News and notes. So Isaiah Thomas has been suspended for two games because apparently you're not allowed to jump into the stands two rows deep to confront a fan who was insulting you in Philadelphia or anywhere for that matter. Yeah, we learned that from Ron Artest, right? (laughs) He did a little bit more than jump in. and, And Isaiah, I'll give him this, he was calm. He didn't do anything wrong other than go into the crowd. Yeah, so. I, I, I kind of like that because by breaking the, the fourth wall, so to speak, and jumping into the crowd, he kind of showed the guy like, hey, I'm a human being. That's act- you're not just an object for you to right. yell at. But that, that is kind of funny. You, you the, can't do that. The guy said he just wanted a frosty. Because I guess if you know how like we get the jumbo jacks if the other team misses two free throws. Yeah. In Philly, they get free frosties if they miss two free throws, and so he was yelling, you know, obs- obs- you know, obscene things. He was trying to get in his head. Line. Yeah. I kind of want free frosties over jumbo jacks. Isaiah just wasn't that. You, really? You you take the frosties over the jumbo jacks? Yes, I like ice cream. Frosties are pretty good, but. Okay. Uh, other news: Toronto Raptors center Mark Gasol will miss a period of weeks with a left hamstring injury um, per uh, league sources that they tell that to ESPN. So, you know, the Raptors, they were without Lowry for a while. They just seem to keep winning no matter what. And I know Gasol's an important piece to their team because they don't have Valanciunas anymore, but he, mm-hmm. um, he, he's not the same Mark Gasol that he was with the Grizzlies. He's a little bit of a shell of himself, but really that, that, is, no yeah. doubt a big loss for them. But he's a th- great defender. He is. He locks up Joel Embiid, but um, yeah, so he'll be out for a, a few weeks, but I'm sure that won't hurt him too much. Right. And Dallas Mavericks superstar and early MVP candidate Luka Doncic is on the verge of signing a shoe deal with the Jordan brand. Um, so sources has, have uh, confirmed this with ESPN on Saturday. So. Wow, Jordan. That's big time. That's a big one. Meanwhile, uh, Marvin Bagley has a shoe deal with the same company that makes my Costco socks. <laughs> Come on, man. The- Puma! Come on, man. <laughs> yeah! Um, anyway, no more comments about that. Yeah, no, nothing further to comment about that. So, like we said, hopefully the Kings get back on track this week and... Uh, hopefully we'll be singing a different tune next week, Matt. Every other episode is a different tune. Okay. So I like that. Next one is going to be a good one, Kings fans. I like it. All right. Well, that's all for this time. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. Subscribe. Um, rate us and comment on whatever podcast app you may be using. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And that's all for this time. Until next time, I'm Matt. He's Matt. And this is the Sack Lunch Podcast.